dun, 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 dun. Okay. I woke up today with the uh, Jurassic Park theme music in my head. And it still does not get enough credit. I mean, that, that is like right up there with Star Wars, Indiana Jones, uh, anything else from, from John Williams. If you really listen to John Williams, though, uh, you know you got to take those ones off the table and talk about other films like Schindler's List and Memoirs of a Geisha. But moving on, uh, no one really even mentions his uh, Harry Potter stuff. Like, they don't really put that in the same category. Okay, Dream Warriors, 31 Days of Dread, Day 8. Oh, it's a good one. I'm excited. We're talking Spawn. S-P-A-W-N. Let go. So 1997 rolls around, and Peter is, I'm out. that's it, I'm done high school, graduating high school. The, the, this movie is so impactful, uh, very uh, so influential, uh, I couldn't wait to see this in the theater. My buddy John, my friend John, the liberal uh, lettuce chomping fool that, that he is, uh, we, this, during this time, before he went off to the military, this might have been our first movie that we saw together. I'm, I'm trying to remember. It was this and or Armageddon. Uh, th- th- those are the two theater-going experiences that stand out uh, within our uh, friendship. <laughs> so, Spawn was a huge comic, huge toy line. The toy line later went to just dominate everything, uh, change the industry. Uh, No no other toy line has had the influence that uh, the Spawn toy line has or had. Uh, Really uh, challenged the uh, status quo. And I don't know, maybe I would love to do just a a straight-up episode on McFarlane toys. Uh, you know, you know what? Like, and technically, they kind of would even qualify as thirty-one days of, of, of horror, because just the the look of some of them. I mean, like, it, it is horror-based, adult-based uh, toy lines. But yeah, so everything on paper about this movie just looked like it was going to be a hit. And at the time, there was a Spawn animated series on HBO, full of nudity, cursing, violence, mood, twelve o'clock show. Uh, it was also followed by Ralph Bakshi's Spicy City. Uh, look that up because that, that's, that's a good one too. And everyone knows I'm a Bakshi uh, fanboy to the point that I own multiple uh, production cells from, from his movies because I think he's so awesome. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, this, this movie was, was a disappointment, uh, it, which is kind of funny because it had a $40 million budget and still made $87 million. <laughs> Uh, you know, like you, you, you double the cost. Uh, maybe, maybe it was more sixty with with promo. Uh, maybe around fifty with advertising. I don't know. It's still pretty good. Uh, it's, it's still there are so many movies. I mean, right now, Blade Runner twenty forty nine just came out. Made thirty million dollars. It that cost one fifty. Adjusted or unadjusted inflation for inflation uh yeah spawn is on paper far more successful than blade runner 
and people are crying for Blade Runner to keep going. People want another Blade Runner movie. Uh, McFarlane just locked up a deal to further this franchise with Bloomhouse. And I think, think they're going to start shooting in February. Uh, and they're, they're, they're being bold. I mean, he, he's asking for actors to work for scale on, on that. So this movie stars uh, Martin Sheen. Michael Ja White as our, our uh, Al Simmons spawn, John Leguizamo, uh, and D.B. Sweeney, uh, who, who faded away, and D.B. Sweeney's good. Uh, so is Michael Ja. Michael Ja, uh, I was so hoping that they gave him Black Panther. I want him to be Black Panther so bad. Uh, like, even even a legacy Black Panther. Like, the, he, he was a former Black Panther. I don't... <laughs> He's so freaking cool. Uh, Black Dynamite. Just watch that movie. Uh, quick side note. One of the things I'm debating. I, I'm enjoying this so much. I'm enjoying this because the 31 Days of Dread is creating nothing but stress in my life. <laughs> but man, like that stress is carving. It's carving a lot out for me. I mean, it it, it is a lot of fun. I'm deeply enjoying it. Uh, I think there's growth through stress. I think if you're not doing stressful things on the regular, you're not, you're just not living life. You're not out for growth. You're not challenging yourself at all. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, go, go out there, create stress, tr stressful things. Uh, my God, we're already at the uh, 10 minute mark. Uh, this is driving me nuts because there's so much I want to talk about, uh, with, with this movie. So, and like that was it. Uh, Alan B. Elvery, Mick Elvery, wrote this movie. He he uh, was a part of X versus Sever. Uh, it, it, he was McFarland's inner circle uh, writer at one time. I would like Mark to confirm that. Uh, <laughs> I I think I need Mark with every freaking episode. Everything I do. Uh, yeah. So the interest interesting thing about this movie is it definitely qualifies as horror i mean this is one of the few horror like true horror superhero movies uh the crow like it's it's hard not so much with the crow uh but you know because the crow is based on a comic book and he's out for revenge he's not really doing superhero things he's just murdering people spawn is more of a superhero that just happens to come from hell so the plot for spawn is very simple Assassin Al, Al Simmons loves a woman, is married, can't, she can't have babies, he's, he's the world's greatest killer. Uh, he gets killed at the time, if we go within continuity, by his friend Chapel. Chapel was created by Rob Liefeld, uh, came out of the Young Blood book. Uh, Rob Liefeld is also the co-creator of Deadpool. Uh, he gets killed by his best friend Chapel, uh, gets sent to hell, makes a deal to come back to lead Hell's army, but to, to see his wife. He comes back 10 years later, burnt as a superhero or in this necroplasma suit, which is a spawn costume and cape and chains. And he, he, he now is stuck on Earth with depleting energy, which they kind of backed off of uh, because, you know, that's a, that's a very hard storytelling trope. Uh, yeah, and he's just tortured. He's a tortured soul that got tricked by the devil. And the, the devil's kind of playing a game where he needs um, Al Simmons in the spawn 
uh, gear in the spawn uh, creature because he has a living costume. Uh, the devil's trying to push him into leading Hell's army and to uh, fully, fully turning. But what happens is, is in in death within afterlife, Al Simmons grows a conscious, and he uh, he changes, and this you know like definitely created the the real conflict within. The story, I don't think any of the Spawn, uh, Spawn's still being published today, uh, 200 plus issues. It might be approaching 250, uh, which is phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, kind of sad. Uh, that angle has not really been explored. Uh, so what happened later, uh, <laughs> like in, in, in this movie, is uh, Martin Sheen makes a deal with the devil himself. And... <laughs> And the devil wants this, like, uh, wants this uh, chemical completed that can destroy humanity. Like, and, and you see a map of it in the movie, and if five or six of them go off, it covers the entire globe. Which is extraordinary. <laughs> which is phenomenal uh, for, for that to happen. Uh, it's phenomenal for five of anything to affect the globe. Maybe it's seven. Maybe, still seven of anything to affect the globe is 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 amazing if you ever flew just it, it, like here in pa if you ever just fly over pa and you see how much green that you fly over and how long it takes and you're just in pa yeah it, it's very very hard for seven of something to affect the globe so what happens is the clown played by john luizamo in full gear by the way like full costume uh phenomenal awesome performance uh but what what's Luizamo not good in um he's he's one of the all-time character actors ever uh, okay so they they Im implant this heart device inside Martin Sheen and if he dies the the chemicals get released so that that's our um that's our resolution conflict Okay, so what happens at that point is we—it's—it's <laughs> it's kind of meaningless. The John, the John Leguizamo character, because it looks so good in the comics, drawn, he's a clown from hell. And I'm just trying to figure out how to say this. He—he he transforms into another creature called the Violator. Uh, so one time the Violator was just a Violator. Ripped out people's hearts. That was the, the the gimmick, and and this and this is when Image Comics was on fire. Uh, you had Shadowhawk breaking people's backs, and you had Violator ripping out hearts. So that's that's the big the big moment in in the movie is the transformation scene of John John Luizamo's clown into the Violator and the fight. So, yeah, they go at it. Uh, a lot of your still shots, promos are, are from, from that movie. I think within that scene, uh, McFarlane, Todd McFarlane, the, the creator, has an appearance as Todd the Bum. And trivia is that he later created an action figure of Todd the Bum for the Spawn Collectors Club, So uh, which comes with a, uh, like a, um, a card 
with his signature fake it's a faux signature but it has like a pretty cool monster design and that was a part of the McFarlane Toy Club so really I mean people go into this movie they always bring bring up how the movie lost money they ran out of money it was all first timers everyone on, on like YouTube just seems to repeat those talking points I think they're pathetic talking points the real conversation with this movie is it, it, its legacy. It really hasn't died down. It's still there. And it's important. It's important because uh, this is, I mean, next to maybe Doctor Strange. And Doctor, I just i just watched that yesterday again. Uh, really enjoyed it yesterday. Like, I think just enough time went by between me really watching that movie. And, oh, my God, Doctor Strange is fire. So freaking good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, there's very few, uh, there's false that came out, uh, that's more horror, but less superhero, it's a superhero looking dude, uh, a little bit like the Crow situation, uh, it's, it's really, it's, it's tough finding true superhero horror live action, um, and from the direction of what McFarlane's speaking with the new movie, uh, we will get even less superhero. And man, like I just think that that's a hole that needs to be filled. But Spawn fires the imagination for whatever reason. It fires the imagination. It fires up interpretation and ideas. And it just conjures these, these thoughts of like what is and what could be. And few intellectual properties do that. Um, very few. Uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the, the Mickey Mouse effect. Um, what Mickey Mouse created, uh, you know, kind of like led right into Spawn. Uh, just the way how people uh, pick up the product and, and consume it the way the way that they read the product. And, you know, and Spawn was kind of ca- counterculture. Very violent comic book. Uh, violent toy line. Uh, very teenager. Uh, you know, like, and I don't know. Like, right thing at the, at the right time. So, I'm going to get into two things before we uh, wrap this up here. Is, number one, the Spawn soundtrack. Whoa, dude, I just started listening to this again a couple weeks ago. Uh, I was at a bar meeting up with this one girl, and her friend asked me what music, music I was listening to at the time. <laughs> And I go in about the Spawn soundtrack, okay? Uh, shots in, uh, double fisting, uh, meeting new people, uh, two beautiful girls. And, and I'm doing this. I'm going into Spawn. Uh, I, this, the soundtrack is, is it's essentially 90s hard grunge mixed with DJs. And so you had DJs. Um, you know, kind of like come in and 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 remix some of some songs for the soundtrack. So it was a collab soundtrack, and you know, again, Metallica, Marilyn Manson, Filter. Uh, I'm telling you, I love it. I love the soundtrack so much. It a lot, a lot of the tracks went into my gym, uh, my gym playlist. So while I'm working out, uh, uh, some of these songs just come come on, and <laughs> I, I love it. I love it when 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 it hits. So, which is also a stamp of where soundtracks were in 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 the '90s, which is interesting. 
because with uh, going to the crow the crow movie started these soundtrack collection collaboration type albums or cds and hugely successful and it, it came all the way up into mainstream hollywood but it was at one time uh even the the singles movie uh like you kind of had independent movies that had really good soundtracks spawn would qualify as an independent movie and then you had the major movies like you had movies like batman forever again one of my all-time favorite soundtracks so many good songs original songs songs made just for that uh people hate batman and robin but listen to the soundtrack and this eventually faded i would say the movie i viewed that it was that it faded in was angelina jolie's tomb raider and at this point too the, the nature of content absorption changed which was kind of um I will, i'll have to match up the timeline but just going from memory it was kind of like the birth of itunes and the ipod so yeah so did, did itunes and apple and ipod kill the the movie soundtrack uh, i would say yeah it definitely did okay point two uh mark az dippy who is uh featured in the movie his 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 name's in the movie uh yeah so who is this guy this guy and one of his friends worked for um this company called industrial light and magic and they were you know special effects whiz kids they were kind of uh maybe the zuckerberg of their day in special effects uh early days of cgi computer generated animation compositing uh cgi really became prominent in the compositing compositing phase of production more so, more so than the animation you see on screen uh maybe we'll get into that later but yeah so uh him and a, a friend of his they broke into the the guy that you know was in charge of industrial light and magic uh by a guy by the name of george lucas and they busted in there and they either had whiskey or bourbon or they took some of his whiskey and bourbon and started drinking it and i think they were drunk and you know they were kind of mocking the old man you know kind of like robocop scene uh just making fun of them i think they were just being young and, and, and stupid and the funny thing is though well <laughs> Uh, this office is running 24-7 surveillance. Uh, so it was all caught. It was all caught on audio, I think, audio tape. Uh, and they were fired. And they were actually banned. Uh, they were outlawed from the ranch. Uh, the ranch being Skywalker Ranch. And on the heels of them being exiled, uh, yeah, they, they made this movie. <laughs> Uh, it's it's one of the best backstories for a movie ever. Uh, I, I'm going from, again, just going from memory, uh, but I believe all of this is on the movie commentary. And I really I really would like to do a commentary on the commentary of Spawn. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll save that for the, the YouTube stuff. But yeah, so, uh, excuse me, one of the production companies behind Spawn is banned from the ranch. That's where the name comes from. And you know what? I, I'm right here. Like, I just looked it up real quick. I'm not sure what Dippy, what Mark Dippy is even up to. 
uh, nowadays? I really don't know. Uh, he co-founded the Animation Picture Company. I'm not even familiar with this. Founded in late 2006. Um, filmography? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they did lower... They, they Actually, they, they did the Scooby-Doo movies, which were amazing special effects uh, for, for those movies. Yeah, so... I don't know. I mean, he's he's still out there. Uh, you know, like, would things be different? Would 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 we know more of him if Spawn really broke the ice and and did what Crow and Dark City and Blade were intended to do? Uh, maybe I don't know. I mean, people m make first great movies all the time, and they kind of fade away. They they fall off. It's um you know one hit wonders are not exclusive to music. They're also yeah, they're also part of, of film film history also. But, yeah, so that's, that's Spawn for me. Uh, I just, yeah, you, you, you have to watch this movie on the sheer volume. Uh, the, the, the sheer fact that, that nothing, uh, nothing is like this. Nothing is, has the intent of this movie. Uh, nothing, uh, has hell <laughs> and it'd be almost like anti-christian but but christian like christianity symbolism in the movie i mean it, the, the scale is weighed so equally uh a few movies a uh, few properties franchises attempt to do uh as much in little portions as the even like the spawn mythos and the lore Especially what what of that what got boiled into and selected for the Spawn movie, few have tried that. Uh, it's 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 a hard ball to hit, uh, but I think what they did was was phenomenal uh, for being something super hot at the time, cranking cranking out kind of a potential payday, but you know at the same time having to make something of quality because you know that's what you have to do. You also have to make quality uh, these filmmakers understand that um that's why i i hate the the term uh like it's a money grab nah, no i hate the term money grab do not use that around me um but yeah it's it's a unique attempt it's it's an interesting take uh it's a it's a brilliant mess it's a brilliant failure and uh, look, all this attention attention is on Blade Runner. Uh, you, you can put these two neck and neck, uh, just when it comes to uh, uh, like intent. Period. Uh, Blade Runner tried to do something that that really made no sense, and had high had the best special effects people ever work on that movie. And and, and if it wasn't for that, Blade Runner would just go away because what's on paper for Blade Runner it doesn't add up it doesn't make sense uh it's very weak slow um non-action story so it's really what you're looking at and it's really the uh, score of the movie that that carries it Spawn in my opinion is just right there but um but you know Spawn has these these low-hanging fruit uh, platitude arguments that people just make around it and it gets excused but yeah it's still there it's still surviving and i think it's going to win the test of time i think it's going to uh, resonate even more if this new movie gets gets made um yeah so check out spawn 
uh, the only superhero horror movie ever. Check it out. Report back. Uh, you know, hit, hit me up on social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Peter A. DeLuca on Facebook, a.k.a. Pad13 on IG, a.k.a. Pad on Snapchat, and uh, a.k.a. Pad on the Twitter. Everyone, signing off. Have a good day. Yeah.